Welcome to the Rogue Preparedness Podcast. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Rogue Preparedness, Morgan. Hi everyone, Morgan here and welcome to the Rogue Preparedness Podcast. So today is going to be very much a beginner episode. I mean, I feel like there's just so many beginners still out there and I just still get so many questions every single day of where do I start? So I am going to lay out some of my thoughts about where you should begin with your preparedness. So, and I think this this can be also a really good refresher for people who have been doing it a while because, you know, I've been doing this a long time and sometimes I got to get back to basics because I get so wild about certain things and sometimes I kind of forget those basics, you know, and so... Every once in a while, I have to take a step back and do an assessment. And that's actually the very first step that I want you to do. Preparedness, if we think about it, is about being prepared for the unexpected. Even the expected, and I mean the expected of, you know, you know, you maybe you live in like a hurricane alley or maybe you live in like an earthquake prone area Or maybe you think that nothing's going on in your area, but you just want to be prepared, you know. Maybe you want to be prepared for unrest or maybe personal finances. It's not always some global or natural disaster or something like that. Maybe it's just a personal event. Maybe you lost your job or or somebody in your family lost your job or you're having to make a big life change for whatever reason, right? And, um, you know, these things happen all the time. I mean, look at uh, 2020 COVID, tons of people lost their job. And I think homelessness actually rose quite a bit during COVID. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that things can happen. I, I once, uh, let's see, th- there was a government shutdown, what was it, a few years ago. And there were a bunch of people who were totally unprepared for the government shutdown. Like I read this one story of this person who had just moved, like just moved. They were they had a new government job and then there was a government shutdown. They had a brand new place. They had no furniture. They, you know, they had to pay rent. They had to fill their fridge, all this stuff. And they had no savings and nothing, you know, so, you know, no food, nothing. And that's where preparedness comes in. Preparedness is being ready for anything that could happen. It could be illness, a job loss, and it could be those natural disasters or unrest or, you know, government overreach or whatever it is that you want to prepare for, right? And it's okay. Listen, there is nothing wrong with preparing for whatever you want to prepare for, okay? Make a list. Now, I'm really big on lists. Okay, you're going to understand this about me real quick if you don't already, but I love lists. First, take an assessment of your life. Write down what you enjoy. And I'm talking about food, hobbies. What do you do on a daily basis that you need or want or, you know, use every day? Or what do you like to do every day? Do you like to work out? Do you like to watch movies? Do you like to knit? Do you um, bake a lot? Uh, You know, do you like certain cleaning products that you want to keep around, even in emergency or disaster? You know, really look at your life. Make an assessment. This is a preparedness assessment to get you started. What do I do and what do I like and what do I eat every single day or every week or every month or whatever? Like, what are those special things that I like? 
Because when we're talking about preparedness, we're not just talking about surviving. We're talking about thriving. So I want you to pause this podcast right now. If you're not driving or anything, like if you're listening to this at home or something, (laughs) pause it. But if you're driving, don't pause it to do this. But if you're at home and whatever, and you can pause to write down that assessment, do it now because that's going to help you a ton. That's going to be a really big eye opener to what you need and want to prep. Of course, what we need to prep is going to be our basic needs of food, water, shelter. You know, you want to be able to keep that shelter over your head. So you're either going to have to you know, continue to work or have a savings to keep that over your head, or you're going to have to pay it off, or you're going to need to go get a tent or, you know, whatever you need to do, whatever, Uh, you know, shelter is very important. Warmth and cooling, how are you going to stay warm with or without electricity? How are you going to stay cool with or without electricity? Um, And then again, those are your basic needs. You're going to take care of those basic needs. And when those basic needs are starting to get met, then you could move on, I would say, to other things. Now, I also want to say that your basic needs should include things like hygiene, washing your hands, washing your hair, you know, things like that, um, as well as morale. So any type of games, um, you know, board games or books or journals or knitting or whatever makes you happy, working out, you know, whatever, journaling, whatever is going to make you happy, you and your household, like if you have kids, we need to make sure that all of our needs are being fulfilled. Your mental health is one of the most important things that can get you through almost any scenario. If you have a good mental health, a positive mental health, then you can get through just about anything. And I get it. We all have those days, you know, those those days that we just kind of get down on ourselves, those kinds of things. But that's that's kind of not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about a general good, healthy mindset. You know, you try not try to stay positive, but you try to always find solutions to problems. You are... Um, you know, you're a go-getter, you try to help yourself and others, you're emotionally stable, you know how to control your stress, you know how to control your anger. These are all extremely important parts, I think. These are not, this isn't, you know, I I don't think it's talked about nearly enough in the prepper community, to be quite honest. And so that is definitely, to me, a basic need. Your mental well-being is a basic need. We can't push ourselves forward if we don't have a healthy mindset. We just, we won't. Depression, anxiety, stress, all these things, they will have a negative effect on every aspect of our life. And they could have a negative effect on your physical well-being as well. In addition, sleep should also be prioritized. And you may be thinking, well, yeah, I just sleep. Right, but we have to think about some factors that may interrupt our sleep. Like currently, I have a uh, wood stove that I have to tend to in the middle of the night, and that does disrupt my sleep, but I can sleep in the next day, and that's important to me. My husband lets me, and when I say lets me, you know, it's not like, you know, he just gets up with the kids, that kind of thing. We're a team. And uh, 
so sleep is also very important. If you don't get, if you get very poor sleep, that's something that I think really needs to be addressed. And, you know, it, that can affect your physical well-being as well as your mental well-being, your emotions, everything. Sleep is extremely powerful. And um, so next one is going to be physical. I think physical is absolutely a basic need. If we are not physically well, you know, like then then we're going to be more, more prone to illness. We're going to be more prone to lethargy. We're going to be more prone to um, injuries because, you know, we're not active. And I think even if it's just a, a little walk every once in a while or just at home stretches or some yoga or some meditation, just basic things, I think will make a world of difference, just your overall well-being. You know, just getting up, moving around, uh, you know, dance a little with your kids, uh, you know, put on some music and dance while you're cooking. I mean, just have some fun with it. Don't make it so stringent, you know, like I've never been a gym person myself. I mean, if you are, that's totally cool. You know, you want to, you want to bulk up. Cool, cool. Do your thing, man. I wouldn't mind having some more muscles. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but you know, I'm not, I'm not 100% sold on the fact that I have to go to a gym in order to meet my physical needs. There are apps, there's DVDs, there's YouTube videos, there's all sorts of things in which you can follow a structure still. You know, you can still get those exercises that you want and need right at home and generally without any equipment needed. You can use... Um, you know, a, a, a one gallon bottle or gallon of water to use as like weights. You know, there's all sorts of, or if you have bricks around your home or rocks, you can use, use those as weights. I'm a big motivator of people who are just trying to make it work for their situation. So in saying that, you know, I, I just want you to prioritize all of those basic needs. I think that all those things are your basic needs. They are your food, water, your mindset, your physical well-being, your stress levels, your sleep, all these things. And that's where taking an assessment of your daily life comes into play. Take an assessment of what do you like to eat? Take an assessment of how much water are you drinking? How much, you know, coffee are you drinking? What types of food do you like to eat and would like to continue to eat? Um, you know, what type of uh, sleep are you getting? How can you improve your sleep? What kind of physical activity are you getting? How can you improve your physical activity? Uh, how do you handle stress? How can you improve handling your stress? Uh, I do talk a lot about this. I have a blog post and YouTube videos and things, um, you know, about improve, improving your emotion, emotional well-being. It's just a really important part. And, you know, it's just being aware I think it really does come down to being aware of yourself and how you act in certain situations and things like that. So again, I, I want you to uh, just take an assessment. Where do you go? How do you get there? How much gas do you use? You know, is your vehicle prepared? Are you prepared with your everyday carry? You know, really dive deep. What could you add to your vehicle, your everyday carry, or maybe your work desk to be a little bit extra prepared? Could you have some snacks at your work? Could you have some snacks in your vehicle? You know, this is just helping with those basic needs. And it'll spiral from there. Once you figure out and take that assessment of your everyday needs and your, and your person, you know, your needs and wants then you'll start to realize, you know, oh, yeah, oh, I need to do first aid. Oh, I, you know, I'm really weak in this. 
And now, now once you've taken your assessment, you can dive deeper into certain lists. So you can now, <laughs> this may sound complicated, but I want you to be writing this down as I'm, I'm saying this. So once you're done taking your assessment, you know, take a week to take your assessment. Take a week, you know, really write everything down, get it all down. And then start narrowing it down even further into these lists that I'm talking about here. So I want you to write a list of gear that you already have in your home. I bet you, I bet you anything, you already have some good stuff right at your home. Okay, you probably already have some hygiene products that you love and you stockpile a little bit, right? You probably already have some food, maybe some extra canned foods, things like that. Um, Go ahead and start doubling up on that stuff. Just go ahead, go ahead and start. If you grocery shop, you can get prepared. That's it. If you grocery shop, you can get prepared. Uh, Just next time you're at the grocery store, just get a few extra things of what you like to eat. Do you like green beans? Sure, fresh green beans are better, but canned green beans will do, (laughs) right? Um, You know, try to find the fresh equivalents in canned or non-perishable forms. Of course, there's rice and pastas and dried beans. Make sure that you will eat this stuff. Do not buy things you do not eat. I have to reiterate this. Do not buy things that you do not eat. Just because you see preppers storing beans doesn't mean you have to store beans. If you don't eat beans, then you're not going to eat beans. If you don't eat beans every day, stop storing beans. Yes, they can be a good resource. And if you want to learn to start eating beans, then by all means, start learning to eat beans and how to incorporate them in your diet. Fantastic. I am totally down with that. I think it's great to experiment with different food groups and things like that. So, um, you know, but in the beginning, just buy things that you already eat. And, you know, look into not just canned stuff, but, you know, freeze-dried stuff and dehydrated stuff, things like that. Start dehydrating your own foods. It's always going to be super easy and super great. Um, so, yeah. And then look at your water usage. What kind of I'm going to have a whole podcast that talks about water usage, like especially in like a lights out and off grid scenario. But, um, you know, when it comes to your water uses, like how much do you drink? How are you purifying it? If you are even purifying it, you know, do you have a Berkey or a reverse osmosis home system? You know, what do you have if you have anything? And, uh, you know, if you don't have something, then write that down on the list of things you need. So as you're writing down this list of things that you already have, you can also write down a list of things that you need. Okay, so let's say you don't have any canned foods. Well, write that down. I need canned foods. (laughs) I need some rice. I need flour. And you don't have to go overboard, okay? Slow and steady will win the race. Take it from me. Slow and steady will win the race. Period. Buy a couple cans, a bag of rice, and maybe like a a box of pasta, and you're good. Next time you go grocery shopping, repeat. And then also buy like a couple bottles of water, a couple gallons of water. That's it. Rinse and repeat. (laughs) Okay. That's all there is to it. And, you know, I think people kind of overcomplicate it because, you know, like they, they just want to be prepared all at once. That's not how preparedness is. Preparedness is a lifestyle. 
and it's just part of your life. It's not your whole life or anything like that, but it's just part of it. When you go grocery shopping, you're just subconsciously grabbing a couple extra cans of things to be prepared. Like you might buy one can of beans to use now and then you'll, you'll grab another can of beans to store. And over a while, you're going to be shocked at the amount of food that you have. I have been kind of restocking our supplies since we moved to Alaska six months ago. And I am shocked at the amount of food that I have stockpiled since we got here. And we haven't had a ton of money since we got here. You know, our savings were depleted. I don't know if you saw, if you heard the episode before this one, but our savings were kind of depleted a little bit. And so we have been struggling a little bit with the prepping, but I've still made it a priority because it's a priority to me. And that's something that, you know, you have to come to terms with as well. If prepping is, is important to you, then just make it a priority and start somewhere. So as you are making your list of things that you already have around your house, your hygiene items, your clothing, your uh, morale items, your books, your cooking supplies, I mean, literally make a list of everything. You, you don't have to make like a physical list if you don't want to. You could even like take a video if you wanted to, if that might help you, if you're like a visual person who wants to like look back on it. You could do like an audio recording. You could just mentally record it. But I would suggest trying to physically record it somehow because it might be really interesting down the way to then see, oh my gosh, this is what I started out with and now look what I have. Amazing. I mean, you're going to be amazed. I promise. I'm always amazed. I'm always like, man, I don't think we have this. And then I go and look and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I have like so much. I didn't realize I had this much. Um, now, I will say that one of the easiest ways to prep is to, by making a food menu. So when you make a food menu for your for your food specifically, this isn't just for all preps, but when you make a food menu for all your food, you are writing out ex the exact meals that you're going to be eating in emergency or disasters. Now, you may not eat those exact meals, but that menu plan can give you an idea of what you will need to store. So for example, let's say like on a Sunday, um, I'm going to have pancakes in the morning. I'm going to have tuna sandwiches in, for lunch. And then for the evening, I'm going to make some goulash. Easy, right? Easy stuff. And then we'll have some crackers in between with some snacks and things like that. Okay. Um, and then I have to account for the water needs for those things. So I have to boil the pasta. Um, you know, if I'm going to be making my own bread for like the tuna sandwiches and things, I have to account for the flour um, or wheat berries. And then for the morning, of course, if I'm going to be making it from scratch, I have to account for all the ingredients of the pancakes or the just add flour pancake mix. I'm sorry, the just add water pancake mix. Uh, so I either have to do one of those things. Um, you know, and then if you want to have like some meats or other things, you have to, you know, store those things. Anyway, my point is that guides you. Okay, I have to store, you know, I'm going to buy one box of pancake mix, you know, the Just Add Water pancake mix. And then I'm going to buy, you know, two cans of tuna and maybe some flour. And then I'm going to get, you know, one box of pasta and then one can of mixed vegetables with um, maybe a can of beef for the goulash, something like that. And that's it. 
And, you know, like if you wanted to have anything else with it, like chips or anything like that, you got to either make the chips or whatever's going to happen. You know, chips generally aren't good for long-term storage. Um, same with like, uh, same with like, I was going to say crackers, crackers. Crackers usually aren't fantastic for long-term storage. Um, it's just a lot of oils in them and they don't store great, but you can make them yourself. Um, anyway, uh, the, that it just guides you is what I'm saying. So make a food menu plan. I have a blog post on my website at roguepreparedness.com. If you just put in food menu or just menu in the search bar, it'll come up and it'll give you even a prepper grocery list to go off of the menu that I have. So once you do like a week's worth of food menu, then you're going to um, write down your grocery list based off of that menu. And I guarantee you're going to have extra stuff based off of that grocery list. Like if you buy one bag of flour, you know, how much bread is that going to make? That's something you also have to account as well. And plus ground flour is only going to last about five-ish years, but it's a good start. You know, these are all good starts. So, um... Take an assessment, write down lists of everything you already have, write those food menus, and then write your prepper grocery list. Now, I want you to start writing want lists. That's right. I want you to write down things that you don't have and you want. Write down your wish list, basically, your prepper wish list. I don't have a water purifier. I don't have a nice bug out bag and I want one. You know, I don't have... Um, you know, a first aid kit. I, I don't have, you know, gorilla tape or I don't have, you know, a hammer, you know, whatever. Um, just start making your list and then just, you know, I don't have a headlamp, you know, whatever. Make your list of things that you want. I actually have an entire list of prepper gear on my website. If you just go to guides, it's at roguepreparedness.com. Just go to guides and you'll see the ultimate guide to prepper gear. And you can peruse that and see what you might want or don't want or whatever. It's just suggestions. Everything that you do is going to be for you and your family and your region and your wants and your needs. Just because somebody says, I prep this way does not mean you prep that way. There might be some basic guidelines that we might all follow, like for food storage, you know, proper food storage and things like that. But when it really comes down to some nitty gritty details, I will always be happy to offer suggestions, but it all boils down to you and your budget, your needs, your want, your skill level. Okay. And I want to talk about that right now. Skills is something I also want you to start thinking about. What skills do you already have acquired? Are you, you know, super smart with first day? Like, our, you know, my husband um, was a paramedic for a while. So he's super smart with all that first aid stuff. And he's taught me so much. And I used to be super weak at first aid. But I realized I was weak at first aid. And I learned. I spent like a good solid year learning just everything I could about first aid. And now I feel pretty skilled. Of course, there's things that, you know, I could still work on. Of course, I need to practice my sutures and things like that. There's just little things. But as far as, you know, basic first aid, you know, I make my own salves, things like that. You know, I, I feel pretty good.
but I used to be really weak. And it's okay. It is okay to be weak in certain skills and knowledge. When you are writing down your list of skills and knowledge that you already know and you feel good about, I want you to write down a list of skills and knowledge that you're weak at. Even if even if you think you're really good at fire, I also want you to continue to practice making fire. I want you to continue practice baking and cooking. I want you to continue practice your first day knowledge. I want you to continue practice you know, finding different ways of purifying water, of building things, of maintaining things, of, you know, making things, of whatever. I want you to continue to practice and learn and never stop learning. I think that's one of the biggest assets that you're going to find as a prepper is that there's always something new to learn and it can feel overwhelming. But I think the only reason it would feel overwhelming is because no action is being taken. The majority of time when people feel overwhelmed, it's because you're reading a lot, like you're just reading, 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 but you're not doing anything. You're reading about a whole bunch of concepts, which is good, which is fine. Listen, we all go through those phases where we're reading about a lot of information and we're getting ideas and we're thinking about it and we're thinking of the future and all this good stuff. But I want you to also take action on other things. So like, let's say you can't take action on building a root cellar right now. But what can you take action on? Maybe it has nothing to do with a root cellar. Maybe it has to do with like, you know, practicing not tying or something. I don't know. But take action in in some area. When you're taking action, you will feel fulfilled. Continue to learn and continue to watch YouTube videos and whatever. You know, get books All these things are very important, but I want you to also take a lot of action. Just take a lot of action. And when I say a lot, I mean like, you know, you can even just take action like once a week or something. Go and do something. You will feel fulfilled and you will actually be progressing forward as a prepper and as a person rather than just ingesting a lot of information and then doing nothing. Even just writing those lists are going to be huge. Those are huge step forwards. And I know you feel like it's nothing, but it is. It's huge. Every single step you take in your life is a step forward. Even if, feel, even if it feels like 10 steps back or no progress or whatever, everything you do is, is stepping to, stones towards something. So just remember that. Don't rush. Don't get into debt to be prepared. Don't compare yourself to others. And don't overcomplicate things. Prep your needs. Prep your wants. Prep whatever you want. And do the very best that you can. Learn and let people guide you. Ask questions. Get involved in the community. Do all these things. And don't ever stop trying to better yourself and better your preparedness. So that you can always just... Be the best person you can be. But remember that even if everybody else is canning or everybody else is freeze drying, but you don't have that stuff, that's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what everybody else has. It matters what you are doing. And that's it. All right. I hope that this has been helpful and not more overwhelming. (laughs) Uh, I do have lots of blog posts on my website and as well as YouTube videos. So please do check those out about where to get started. 
Thank you all so much for watching. And I actually do have a book called out, uh, coming out soon called Thrive, Your Guide to a Prepared Life, uh, coming out hopefully in 2022. So that should be a really thorough preparedness guide to get people get people prepared, basically. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm pretty sure I said watching just a second ago, but if I didn't, <laughs> I do a lot of YouTube videos too. So be sure to check me out on YouTube, Rogue Preparedness. Join my newsletter, my website, roguepreparedness.com and find me on Instagram. Just search Rogue Preparedness and I'll be there. Thank you all so much for listening. Conquer tomorrow by preparing today. I will talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Rogue Preparedness Podcast. Ask questions, never stop learning, and stay prepared. Conquer tomorrow by preparing today. See you next week.